0: Good evening and welcome to the NS Image Christian Ministries Elders Podcast. I am Elder Leon E. Hatchett. And today's discussion will be Raising the Standard of Our Thinking. That's right, my friend. Raising the Standard of Our Thinking, which is part two. You can always go back and check our broadcast listening, and you'll see part one available for your listening to catch up where we are today on part two. Well, first of all, on Raising Our Standard part two, We want to pick up from Romans 12 and 2, where the word says, be not conformed, but be ye transformed. That's right. Be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may be able to prove, keyword prove. Then you go from going from being conformed. He wants you to be transformed. Don't be conformed so that you might be transformed. And then you got to prove what is what? that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So some of the key words that I want you to look at in your text in Romans 12 and 2 is for us not to be conformed. And one of the things that I associate with being conformed is to be trapped in the world so that you understand what God is trying to convey through Paul, through this Pauline writing, here in the book of Romans, he's saying, "Don't be trapped by basically the world's condition, the world's standard of living, but be ye transformed," which means a change has to take place, and that change takes place, and it produces basically a metamorphosis of which you, if you will, of the renewal of one's mind, and it, and then he goes from that place to that we may what prove, prove proved. So you got to make full proof of, you got to prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Let me share uh, with you the NIV portion of it. The NIV portion of the scripture says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. I like the way NIV phrases it. NIV says, again, I'm going to read it to you as before we get into really the meat of what we got to talk about today. It says, do not conform to the pattern of this world so what the word is trying to do is he's trying to condition us to think in our transformation and our proving and on our proving ground that we don't get conformed to the pattern of this world he you know that's why the scripture says let this mind be in you which was also uh in christ jesus we can be in the world but we can't what Be of the world. Uh, So we got it. I told you we can't be conformed, which is to be, don't be trapped. And he flips the script and he uses the word or the quick phrase, be ye. That is, I like the way he does it. I'm an old school guy sometimes. I get a little King James, if you will, right there. He says, well, be ye, be ye. So you got to get some be in you. Be ye transformed, which is the change and or change or changes should take place. And as a result of the change or changes that takes place is our fruit. Uh, you got to remember our fruit is important. For the word of God says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. You get that, my friend? Old things are passed away. All things become new. So what that says to me, and it says to you, my friend, is that there's some old things as a result of our transformative work that's going on in us, the transformation process that God is displaying and taking forth in our inner man that's going to produce fruit on the outer man, uh, some things need to change. And as a result, there's some old things that are going to pass away, and there's some new things that are going to come in. That's why I said you got to flip script. You can't no longer be trapped. You can't no longer be bound, but you got to be free. Uh, we closed on that on our last uh, podcast. We talked about how Luke 418, he talked about, and then he closed the book. So you got to close the book on some old way of living, some old way of thinking. And that's why we're talking about raising the standard of our thinking. Our mindset has to be of royalty. It has to be of what? Royal character. Character, as I would say, we can't think poorly or lowly, for the word of our Lord reads in First Peter 2 and 9. But ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him who have called you out of darkness into the marvelous life, your royalty, your, your, your priestly, your, you got a great anointing on your life. You got a special anointing on your life. So you got to walk in that kind of Holy Ghost boldness, that kind of character and produce the fruit thereof. Let me switch gears a little bit. One of the first words i want to throw at you is catch this and put this in your spiritual glove. And that is the word order. Let me say it again. The word order. Order isn't a concept, but it's a precept. Oh, you get that? You get that? Order isn't a concept, but it's a precept. The Lord says in the word in relation to faith, he says that we got to do it precept upon precept. Oh, my God. That means God wants to institute order in relation to our faith. And that's a kingdom requirement and principle and in respect to our institution of order in every aspect of our lives. I hope you caught that. God wants us to institute order in every aspect of of our lives and when we do that god honors our footsteps of order oh my god that's why he says the steps of a good man in songs he says the steps of a good man are what ordered by the lord our footsteps will be ordered by god but we gotta have footsteps of order we bring honor to almighty god who is order field. I hope you caught that. Order with a hyphen in between, field. God is order field. If you look all throughout the word of God, God was always in association or in agreement with order. Where he found agreement, the word says that he could be in the midst. That's why he says when two or three are gathered together in my name, there I'll be in the midst. Then in Amos, he says, how can they walk together unless what? They be agreed. So guess what? When we institute order, we bring forth also agreement. And God in his agreement, in his honoring the agreement and order that's being manifested in our life, he produces so many things. Uh, Fruit uh, is going to be made known. Fruit is going to be evidence. And as a result, it produces a good smelling savior into his nostrils. Why? Because we took on the willingness. We took on the mindset to produce or to mandate and, and keep ourselves accountable that we have order in every aspect of our lives. Now, that's a good smelling savior. Remember, I said that which produces a good smell. Oh, God, I hope you caught that. A good smelling savior which produces a good smell. Ah, you know, I like to give analogies, and one that I got here is a good smell is like a good scented candle that produces a sweet smelling fragrance in a room that's what god wants god wants us to produce a good smelling savior into his nostrils what is as a result of our witness and our testimony oh my god it produces a shift in the atmosphere because of our presence in the place which brings forth great integrity the reality tv you see rich women and then you got people on the outside world looking in and then they try to reduplicate what they saw on the television, and then in reality they don't even possess what that which what they saw, but they're trying hard to do it. Now I'm not just gonna pick on my sisters; I'm gonna get the brothers too, because a lot of times we've seen stuff like real husbands. Oh my God! And and, and many of these brothers ain't even real husbands. Because a real husband, according to the word of God, will cherish, he will nourish his wife, he he will love her, just like what the word says, as Christ loved the church. He's gonna take care of her. He's gonna care for her. And as a result, he's gonna also take care of the children that are produced as a result of the fruit thereof. Uh, and as a result, uh, the children will even raise up and call their mother blessed. Uh, that's why Proverbs 22 and 6 says, Train up a child in the way they should go. And when they owe, they won't depart of from it. Uh, so we gotta leave, we gotta develop vision plans and uh, impart truth and teach them how to be righteous, teach them how to possess their own vessels unto righteousness, according to the word of God, so that they know and live a life that's holy and example uh, unto them, so that we're not just telling them, but they see it also it being duplicated by a real life example of what we're saying, both in word and deed. So they have an example, a marker, a place that they can follow thereafter, and then guess what happens again the duplication process of order and the good steps of a man are what ordered by god and then you have godly children following in the steps of order and goodness and guess what happens they too produce a good smelling savior into god's nostrils oh my god and let me get to the second word that i want to introduce to you and that's the word of giving oh my God, we are to give out of the abundance of our hearts and then take on the principle as a result of our giving, we will never lack any good thing that's what the word of god says that if we give out of the abundance of our heart we'll never lack any good thing And you know i'm gonna give you some word for that luke 6:38 says give and it shall be given unto you good measure pressed down shaken together and running over shall men give in give into your bosom for with the same measure that ye meet with all it shall be measured again to you. So basically, if you give out of the abundance of your heart, cheerfully and not grudgingly or out of necessity, who God, the word says, he loves a cheerful giver, God will bless you. Then you begin to walk in the fruit of Deuteronomy 28 1 through 3, where it says, And it shall come to pass if thou shalt hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord, thy God, to observe and to do all of his commandments which I command thee this day that the Lord thy God will set thee on high above over all nations of the earth and blessings shall come on thee and guess what key word overtake they're gonna come on you they're gonna overtake you and you shall hearken unto the voice of the Lord our God then he says here's another manifestation blessed shalt thou be in the city and blessed shall thou be in the field. So every piece of ground that your foot shall tread upon, you shall be blessed. Uh, now, let me give you an A portion of the 2A of giving. Then we shall what? To be. Be blessed. Oh, my God. God be blessed. Bless. 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 That's my B portion. Let's give our substance and our time, which is our service. That's why Malachi 3, 3 and 10 says, bring ye all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house and prove me, there's that word again, prove me now, here will say if the Lord of hosts, if I will not open up the windows of heaven and pour, key word, pour you out of blessing where there shall not be room enough to receive. That's why David says surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. But this is the part I like is when the word of God in, in the Psalms it says he said, my cup, running over. Anybody want that cup to run over? Well, you got to institute some order. You got to institute some giving. You got to institute some sacrifice. You've got to change the way you think. You can't think poor. You got to think rich. You got to walk in the richness of God. I know that ain't no word, but you know Hatchet. Hatchet will make up a word in a minute. So get that in your spirit. That's in the dictionary according to Hatchet. Richness. Oh my God. That's what you got to get in your spirit. God wants to flourish you like a living vine. He wants to flourish you like an overflowing cup. He wants you to flourish the open windows of Oh my God. And then in the word, it even talks about how I hear the sound of abundance of rain. Oh my God. That symbolizes and it points to me like an open window. Oh my God. It's something about an open window and God's opening the window. Oh my God. And he's pouring out blessings where we don't have room enough to receive. Then I need to change. I need to check the way I think so that God has room enough to increase me. He has room enough to overflow me. He has room enough to overtake me. And I'm showing proof that I'm living day in what I'm preaching, what I'm walking in, what I'm saying, what I'm doing, what I'm talking about. I am who God says I am. And that's what we got to do, my friend. We got to walk in who we say God says we are. And God says that you're an overcomer. You're mighty in God. You can pull down them strongholds according to the knowledge of the word of God. You are blessed. You are blessed in the city, blessed in the fields. You are the blessed of God. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. You got to get that kind of thinking in your mindset. We want a big, big, big shot. We want to be big boss caller. We want to be the boss, as they say in the world, but we don't think and we don't act like who we say that we are. God says, you've got to change the way you're thinking. That's what you got to do, my friend. You gotta change the way you thinking. Oh my God, you gotta think like you're rich. You ain't gotta display it, you just gotta walk in it. Oh, I hope you caught that. You ain't gotta display it, you just gotta walk in it. Because I told you earlier, Royalty will be all on you. Anointing will be all on you. He says, he says, from the crown of your head to the soles of your feet, you'll just be dripping with oil. How many of y'all remember Coming to America? There was a scene in the movie of Coming to America where they had jury curls, and they was laying on them sofas. They got so low. That's what they talked about. And as a result, when they got up from that sofa, they left brief spots on the sofa. That's what I want to do. When I walk wherever I walk, every step, every piece of the ground that I step on, I want it to know that the, uh, there's an anointed man of God or there's an anointed woman of God walking there on. That's why he told Moses, boy, take your shoes off for the ground that you stand there on is holy ground. So declare the ground and the earth that you walk on, everything you touch, everything you put your mind to do, it shall be blessed because you are the blessed of God. You are the anointed of God. You are full of God's spirit. You are full of God's word. You are the head and not the 12. So you was already assigned to be a boss, if you will. Oh my God, that ain't nothing new. That's already in the kingdom. That's already in the workings. All you gotta do is just walk in it and live therein. Oh my God, yeah, 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 yeah. You want to experience promotion? Uh, then give, give, pay attention to and watch your fruits uh, because then what will take forth is a release will come forth. God, Jehovah Jireh, my provider, God will provide and the other things I have need of, God says he will add unto us. That's why Matthew 6.33, it says, seek ye first, but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these other things. Hope you call that all these other things shall be added unto you. You won't lack any good thing. For the word of God teaches us that every good and perfect thing comes from God. Every good and perfect thing comes from God. Every good and perfect thing comes from God you won't lack any good thing. Yeah, education is important because the word of God teaches us that we ought to study, to show ourselves approved unto God. And I'm giving it to you from a natural application of uh, point of view, but but even transfer it in, in your spirit, man, that you study to show yourself approved unto God. But that's even better when the hand of God is all on your life. And you went every time you touch something, or every time you go into a particular interview, every time you go out on an assignment, when the smoke clears, when the dust clears, if you will, when everything clears, they see nothing but the handprint of God all on your life. Not no man's action. It was man. God moved on man's heart to promote you and shift you and I in the season that we're in. That's why the word of God to everything, there's a time and a season. And this is the season for you and I to walk in the blessed anointing of God. Get that in your spirit. But you got to institute some order. you got to watch how you're giving Uh, because God wants to position us not to only be a blessing until the church, but he even wants us to be so blessed that we can uh, bless our families. We ought to owe nobody but what the word says, but to love them. So get out, find out strategies to get yourself out of debt. Uh, You can't, I told you earlier, you can't afford not to give because you say, well, I'm not in a position to give. Oh God, give out of the abundance of your heart, as I told you. And as a result, you'll give out of your poverty and that which when you was poor, you will become blessed because God will honor your heart you remember that woman? That woman that was a widow. He told her go borrow some uh, vessels, and he told her go fill them up. And as a result, she she never lacked any good. because why? She was obedient unto the word of God. She was obedient to the man of God. She was obedient, most of all, to God. And God had to honor her heart and her actions because she was walking in the fruit thereof. And when God gets in the midst, you won't lack anything good thing. You will have supply of every good thing. So my friends, we've got to continue to change the way we Thing. We can't react in the flesh. We can't keep just blowing off. He said, but when I became a man, I put childish things away. Oh my God. So you got to walk in what I talked about over in Corinthians 5, 17. You got you to gotta walk in the transformative work that God is adhering to our lives. You got to walk therein. You got to be obedient. You got to walk fruitful. You got to walk constantly. You got to walk continually. You got to, and as a result, you got to continually deal with your mindset on a daily basis because when you go lay down at night you wake up the next day it's a new mercy it's a new day so yesterday's duties are gone. You got a new slate you got to work for. And that's why Paul says you got to work it out in fear and trembling. We got to honor God about the salvation. I'm glad he called me for such a time as this. This ain't the season to quit. We got to continue to fight the good fight of faith. We got to arm ourselves with patience. The word says, let patience have her perfect work in us, that we might be thorough, entire, and wanting or nothing that's the word of god check james out in the first chapter round about them first five to seven verses and you'll see what i'm talking about he said and then paul he paul reminded timothy when timothy got disquieted in his spirit he says my boy stirred up the gift that's on the inside of you it was laying on in the hands by the apostle it was in your grandmother it was in your mother come on that's leon hatch's testimony it was in mama it was in grandmama oh my god they walked are in the fruit, they are somebody prayed for me, somebody had me on their mind, somebody took the time to pray for me. I'm so glad they prayed for me. But we've got to change the way we think so that our actions produce fruit and not just some fruit, but more fruit much fruit, an abundance of fruit. I told you, I hear the sound of the abundance of rain. And we are the blessed of God, the anointed of God, the called of God, the mighty in God. We are the powerful ones. We are to be the head. And I constantly keep telling you and not the tail. God wants us to be fruitful, my friend, but we got to also raise the standard of our thinking, because God wants us to be a great witness and a great testimony in this earth. So God bless you, my friend. I thank you today for tuning in to the In His Image Christian Ministries Elders Podcast. And we're glad to have you. Our pastor is Bishop Melvin E. Blake Jr. And our other pastor is Pastor Cheryl D. Blake. So we bless you, my friend. And I'm, again, Elder Leon Hatchett. And I just thank you. And man, one of the things I said: be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Be blessed. Peace and love. We love you. Until the next time. Yeah, yeah.